0: بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله وسلم وبارك على محمد على alihi وصحبه أجمعين continuing where we have started before discussing the case of monotheism and polytheism the case of monotheism which is the message of every messenger that Allah سبحانه وتعالى has sent to his slaves to request them to worship only Allah تبارك وتعالى This book we have, as we said before, is discussing this major case. The case of Tawheed, monotheism. And every Muslim, whether he is born in a Muslim family or born, then he accepted Islam or referred to Islam later on, probably understand and know that Tawheed is the major case that he is supposed to discuss and understand just to remember that if a person make a mistake if a person makes a mistake in salah or in wudu or in zakah or in hajj or other Islam cases the case of forgiveness is closed but when it comes to the case of monotheism, which is tawheed, then we have to remember that it is not so easy to leave the case Without explaining and correcting. Tawheed actually depends on the first pillar of Islam. That case that Muhammad ﷺ, by the order of Allah Ta'ala, spent ten years of his our life only to clarify and insist on calling people to this word La ilaha illallah. and as we said before and so many times that this word is not so easy it may look like it is easy to say La ilaha illallah, anyone can understand it within seconds and مع السلام finish but this is not the case this is not the case when we remember that La ilaha illallah will not be beneficial to the one who says it unless he's having three conditions. First one is to know the true meaning of La ilaha illallah. As Allah told Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in his holy book, فَعْلَمْ أَنَّهُ La ilaha illallah. Order Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi to know and understand and learn the meaning of La ilaha illallah. And the second condition, to practice it. What if they to have theories without practising them? So without practising la ilaha illallah, the person is not going to benefit from la ilaha illallah. And practising la ilaha means to understand and do the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in our deeds. Such as salah and dua and so on. And the third condition to benefit from la ilaha illallah is to and be free of the contradictions or the nullifiers of la ilaha illallah and they are a lot actually but they are gathered in ten major ones and if you refer to the Hanafi madhab books you will find some of the ulama of Hanafi they said it's more than four hundred nullifiers but we say there are major ten of them first of them is the polytheism, which is the opposite of monotheism. Tonight we need to discuss one of the cases which is having a lot or strong relation with the case of Tawheed, the case of Tawakkul, or reliance on Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala, or depending on Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala, or trust on Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala. All of these could be the same meaning or close meanings. Tawakkul is ordered by Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala, we are ordered by Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala to make tawakkul on him tabaraka wa ta'ala. So what is tawakkul? What is tawakkul actually? First of all to remember that worshipping we are supposed to do in our life are two types. Worshipping by heart and worshipping by body and tongue. Worshipping by heart like intuition, niya, like ikhlas, like tawakkul and so on. And worshipping by the tongue and the body is to say, la ilaha illallah, to say dua and dhikr and so on. And to move the body up on that. In salah, you're having them all. Three kinds of worshippings actually. Intention in heart, khushu in the heart, and moving with the body, and also pronouncing of the words, whether it's Quran or dua and so on. Tawakkul is coming on the case of the heart, and that's discussed clearly of course and in details long time ago in the book of self-verification, if you remember that. But tonight we need actually to connect that to the case of Tawheed. So first of all, let's see what is the meaning of Tawakkul. That's the true dependence, the true dependence on Allah wa ta'ala in everything in your life. Whatever you are doing in your life, you should depend on Allah wa ta'ala. Some cases, some people say, yani, it's so easy, and why, why do I have to think of dependence in here? No. Everything in your life, whatever you are doing, you should depend on Allah t-b-r-k-w-t-a-la. Depending in here, or relying on Allah ta'ala in here, is another ibadah, worshipping. Not only you are requesting the benefit, but also you are having the benefit which is the benefit of shipping. The benefit that your heart is getting closer to Allah Ta'ala with, with dependence. With relying on Allah Ta'ala. What is the connection or relation between this case of uh, tawakkul, relying on Allah Ta'ala and the case of tawheed? It is the case that tawakkul is a heart deed. It's a heart deed. And it is, must be on, all, on all, in Allah wa ta'ala only. So if it is on Allah wa ta'ala, and the opposite it, to have tawakkul in someone else other than Allah wa ta'ala, These are two opposites and both of them are talking about Tawheed. Tawheed and the vice versa of Tawheed which is polytheism. We'll see now, before we go on to these ayahs as we used to do, ayahs and hadith, we need to talk a little bit of uh, introduction to the case of the chapter. First of all, let see what are the types of tawakkul. In order to understand these ayahs and these hadiths, let's, the hadith, let's talk about the types of tawakkul. Tawakkul actually could be divided into three types. The first type is tawakkul in Allah wa ta'ala only. That is worshipping. When a person is depending and relying on Allah wa ta'ala, he is worshipping Allah wa ta'ala. And that's only for Allah wa ta'ala. The other one is to depend on someone else other than Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. That is, he is not is not having the conditions of APC. You remember APC? APC means alive, present, capable. APC. If Someone depend on a dead person, or depend on a person who is not present, or a person who is incapable. This dependence. Is polytheism, major polytheism. Because it's exactly the vice versa are the opposite of depending on Allah ta'ala, which is monotheism. The third type of tawakkul is to depend on someone who is capable and alive and present. And this is, should be parted in two kinds. The first kind is the strong dependers. From bottom to top. We'll come to this. The other kind, the second kind of this third one, is to have a dependence but from top to bottom. From high to, to low. How is that? The first one, first kind, is to depend on someone on the risk, as an example. Like depending on the company for the salary, depending on someone for money, for this, for that, for health and so on. This is from the bottom to the top or from low to high and this is really affecting the manaphism. It's affecting the manaphism it could be usually it is a minor shirk it could, could go to major shirk also but it is very dangerous and the Muslims should be so aware of it. The second one which is from top to bottom from high to low it's like you are depending on your son to bring something for you or to do some business for you or to do some job for you. You bring yourself, say, do this and this and go to this place and do this. You depend on him here. You have some dependence on him, some tawakkul in him, but this tawakkul is allowed because it is from a higher to a lower. Another example could be if you have a company and you have uh, a guy who is working as a representative for your company he goes to Jawazat in these places. So you do him your passport to do some visa for you and so on you depend on him in this case but this dependence is from high to low so it's no problem inshallah and it's okay we need to talk also about the case of type of people towards tawakkul people towards tawakkul are three kinds three kinds of people people who rely totally on allah wa ta'ala and also do the reasons. Because relying on Allah by the heart also necessitates that a person also having the reasons. And that reminds us of the hadith of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam when he said to Sahaba, أَنَّكُمْ تَتَوَكّلُونَ عَلَى اللَّهِ حَقَّ تَوَكّلِهِ لَرَزَقَكُمْ كَمَا يَرْزِقُ الطَيْرِ The meaning of this hadith that if you really depend on Allah through dependence, Allah will give you rizq, provide you with rizq, like he does, subhanahu wa ta'ala, to the birds. But notice the end of the hadith. The birds, what are they doing? They go in the morning hungry, they come back in the evening full. There is going and coming. So there is something, some doing. Some reason doing now. These birds do not stay at home and say, I am depending on Allah, rizq will come to me. They go, as Muhammad said in the hadith, they go early in the morning very hungry and they come back in the end of the, na- the day full. So they have done going and coming. So they are doing something. So these people who are combining these both, tawakkul and Allah, depending on Allah, plus doing the reasons, these are the right people. The second kind of people who rely totally on Allah Ta'ala but without doing their reasons. Or the reasons for risk or other things. And that is really a short in D. It's a short in mind. Short in mind. And that, there's an example which is a little bit of a funny example, but it's, it's clear in here. If you see someone who says, I depend on Allah to have children. And I ask Allah to give me children. But he's not married. How's that? I believe this person really is having strong dependence on Allah he has a strong يعني, but he is wrong why? because he did not do the reason if he wants a child he should marry this is the reason now marrying in here is the reason to be done without that tawakkul is short but short here is short in mind because he should understand that reasons are required in Islam how, how come he is asking Allah for a child where he has no, have no, no wife that cannot be so in this case, this person is incorrect. In this case, and he is short in mind. Yes. The first kind of people towards is who depend on reasons only, without relying on Allah wa Taala. And that's short in the deed, which is Iman. Their Iman is short. They always depend on the reasons, and they don't care. How they do not put their reliance on Allah wa Taala. And that's unfortunately a lot among people. When he thinks, he always thinks about reasons. How can I gain my risk? I have to work, I have to do this, I have to do this. And he's not thinking of depending on Allah. When he wakes up in the morning, he only thinks of what is he going to do in this dunya to gain the money. Without thinking that shall, shall, I, should, I should depend on Allah and work. The yeah, person who goes to his work without thinking that he's depending on Allah, he's making a mistake. The other guy who's depending on Allah but he's not going to work, he's making a mistake. But the person who is depending on Allah and asking Allah and he's going to work, that's the one. That's the one who is doing both. That's what we actually need. <coughs> what is the importance of tawakkul in this case? And the whole case we are talking about. Human beings are weak. Human beings is a weak person. We are weak without the help of Allah Wa Ta'A'la. We cannot do anything unless Allah wa ta'ala to us to do it. Allah gave us the strength to do these things and He can't stop us from doing these things. If He leaves us hours of strength, we will be lost. Without the help of Allah, we cannot do anything. So, in this case, we really need to depend on Allah. That's why in every salah, we ask Allah so many times, إِيَّاكَ wa وَإِيَّاكَ نستعيد. We worship you and we ask you to help us to worship you. We cannot worship Allah unless he does help us subhanahu wa ta'ala. Without the help of Allah, we cannot do anything. We cannot worship him subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now, just ask yourself. If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not want you to come to this mosque to pray Salatul isha could you do that? You can. But because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave you the capability, you can. Is it only the capability is given to you and you are not doing this? No, you have to do the reasons also. So we ask Allah. We ask Allah wa ta'ala and we, the, we rely on Him. إِيَّاكَ wa That's the introduction for this chapter. And let's see these ayahs which is mentioned in this chapter to see, to look at them quickly, inshaAllah. First ayah is an order of Allah wa ta'ala to His place. مُؤْمِنِين وَعَلَى اللَّهِ فَتَوَكَّلُوا إِنْ كُنْتُمْ مُؤْمِنِينَ العربic language sometimes if you bring the subject before the person then it became خلاص يعني depend on Allah only وَعَلَى اللَّهِ فَتَوَكَّلُوا we don't mean that depends on Allah only we have to say only in here because someone say okay this is I mean I could say depend on Allah and depend on the other that's why some people say, I depend on you to do this. No, don't depend on anybody. Depends on Allah SWT <laughs> only. And this you mean by this dependence that you are giving him your passport to go to Jawazat to say, I depend on you to bring it tomorrow. Meaning that I trust you will do this. Like an order now. But it's, it's uh, yeah, a nice order. Not vice versa. To say to them, when someone who is higher than you, I depend on you on my salary. On my risk. But no, that's not the case. This is not the case. So in here, Allah SWT is telling us, yeah, and depend on Allah only. No, not anybody else. depend on Allah or rely on Allah تعالى, only. كنتم, if you are true Muslims. If you are true Muslims, you depend on Allah only. In everything, in everything. That reminds us of the story of Abdullah ibn Umar ibn Khattab, Who used to say that when I need anything I will ask Allah first, then I'll go for it. Even even the soul. Salt is what? One real? You can buy complete kilo, two kilos of salt for one real. That's very easy. Anybody can stop by and buy it. No! Unless Allah allow you. So ask Allah for Of course, you don't go too far in this case. Some people may say, well, I will not even talk before I say ask Allah for help, but that's not, not too much in this way. But we put in our minds that we always depend on Allah in all our lives. Everything we are doing, we suppose, supposed rely on Allah We ask Allah for help. Because if He does not help us, then we will be doing what we need. We will be, it will be easy for us to do these things. If He does not help us, if He just put us on our strength, we are lost. Because we are weak. The second ayah, Allah said in his holy book, who تُرِيَتْ عَلَيْهِمْ آيَاتُهُ زَادَتْهُمْ إِيمَانًا وَعَلَىٰ رَبِّهِمْ يَتَوَرْكَلُونَ are only those people who and he gave us a description of them. Mumids are only those ones who Then he gave us a description. Include one of these descriptions is that they depend and rely on Allah Ta'ala. So it's a description for a person who is truly مؤمن one of his descriptions that he is really relying on Allah tabarakha wa ta'ala only we'll give this more discussion in the end of the topic inshaAllah. but we'll go on the ayahs one by one again also the other ayah or third ayah he said subhanahu wa ta'ala ya ayuhal nabi حسبك الله ومن من المؤمنين حسب in Arabic means the one who is giving you whatever, whatever you need he takes care of you حسبك الله that's why we say حسبنا الله we'll see this in Bukhari in the end of the chapter when Ibrahim alayhi salam needed the help of Allah ta'ala when he was thrown to the fire but this ayah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talking to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam directing Muhammad sallallahu alayhi to depend on Allah only because he is the hasb the, the of him and the only one to be dependent on, subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will take care of Muhammad sallallahu Alaihi wa sallam, and will take care of anyone who is following Muhammad sallallahu Alaihi wa sallam if he depends on Allah. As we see later on, inshallah, in these, Muhammad sallallahu Alaihi wa sallam, the story which is mentioned and very clear and very famous, when they finished the Uhud battle, 70 of Muhammad sallallahu Alaihi wa sallam's Sahaba were killed, then the Qurayshis, Kafirin, left back to Mecca. They went back to Mecca, and when they were in their way, they started saying, what have you done? You killed 70, of the, the people of Muhammad, then you go back. What if you go come, come back, go back to Medina, kill them all? So you finished with this case with Muhammad, sallallahu So someone brought these news to Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wa that's okay these Qurayshis are coming back to you to kill you and your sahaba all so what did he say sallallahu alaihi listen to the ayah Allah sallallahu telling us the story قال لهم الناس وإن الناس قد جمعوا لكم فخشوهم. فقالوا الله ونعم الوكيل الله ونعم الوكيل What's the result? Sankara win emat mini Allah. Let me interfere. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. Just when they really depend on Allah, relied on Allah and said Hasbun Allah who any amul waqir, then quickly, fastly, they were saved by Allah. No one can hurt them. Whenever you are in trouble, whenever you see that somebody is going to hurt you, say Hasbun Allah whenever. Say it by heart, not only by tongue Bring both of them, heart and tank at the same time. Allah will take care of us. Allah is kafeena. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala hasbuna. So, in this case, you feel that who is going to hurt you? Who is going to really get you in trouble if Allah subhanahu wa with you? If Allah is with you, why do you care about the others? Be with Allah, He will be with you. The other story is the story of Hud alayhi salam. Hood was killing his people. His people were so bad. So tough. So strong. So in one day, they got sick of him. And of his dawah. So they said, you Huth, probably our God hurt you and made you crazy. And we will kill you. We will hurt you. We'll do that. He said, you can't. You can't because Allah Taala was Allah is my حسب حسب يالله ونعمله. قالوا يهود قالوا يهود ما جئتنا ببينة وما نحن بطارق آل هذين عن قولك. وما نحن لك بمؤمنين. إلا قول إلا اعتراك بعض بسوء. Now their talking is finished. Let's hear what Allah said. About who, what he said? قال إني أشهد الله I'm putting Allah as a witness of what I'm saying إني أشهد الله أشهد, you are the witness أني بريء مما تشركون من دولة I'm free of your shirk I'm free of you and your shirk تكيدوني جميعا ثم All of you, come, hurt me All of you He was alone he was alone. Facing all of this nation of his people. And he doesn't care. Come and hurt me. إِنِّي تَوَكَّلْتُ عَلَى اللَّهِ رَبِّي وَرَبِّكُمْ مَا مِنْ دَابَّةٍ إِلَّا هُوَ آخِذٌ إِنِّي تَوَكَّلْتُ عَلَى اللَّهِ I depend on Allah. And if he's depending on Allah, who is going to hurt him? Who is going to do anything to him? No way. If that's the case, the enemies are strong. No, it's the case that we are weak. Because we are not depending on the one who can, who is the control of all of this universe. So if somebody is having a problem, if a country is having a problem, he depends on the cavearine because they are so strong. If one of us is very weak, he we depends on the other who is strong. Maybe he is a manager or general manager or this guy or a police staff and so on. Why? Why don't we just there if we remember Allah wa ta'ala. Whenever we have a problem, we try to remember with the mobile and the numbers of the mobile. Where can we find a strong guy to save us and help us? Why don't we go to the one subhanahu wa ta'ala who is capable of everything? You did not need to call him by telephone or anything. You did not need to make any warfah. No. All you have to do is just raise your hands and your heart to Allah and he is there subhanahu wa ta'ala. Be good with, he- with, with him. He will be better with you. احفظ الله يحفظك. هذا الله. أذ محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم. تقول معاد عندي حديث. احفظ الله يحفظك. احفظ الله تجده تجاهك. إذا سئت أسأ الله. وإذا استعنت فأستعن بالله. الله All يلا. Don't look around. Somebody says okay. That means you are breaking what you have said in the beginning of the case of reasons. No, I'm not breaking it. Because when you do this, Allah will direct you how to do. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will bring people to serve you. Instead of you are calling them and begging them. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will bring them to you. And we do not need to give examples. Because the examples are more than can to be discussed in here. Just rely on Allah truly. By heart, by tongue, by body. Depending on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you will see it by yourself. That those who are trying to hurt you, they will be afraid of you. Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa was the, binning, the, the best person who was the Allah sallallahu wa when Abu Jahl one well, of the worst enemies of Muhammad sallallahu wanted to hurt him and he brought a big rock to put throw it on the head of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa he make making sit did Muhammad make somebody guards behind him so that he will save him? no! but he was the on Allah sallallahu wa so Allah sent an angel Abu Jahl saw, saw that angel as a camel, a huge camel. So he was shaking and he throws the rock and ran away. Nobody saw that, saw that camel except Abu Jahl. Who protected Muhammad Because he ﷺ did do Allah, did in Allah, Allah, Allah to took care of him. Where we need actually to have our hearts with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and depend on him then he subhanahu wa ta'ala will be our help, will be our saver will be our keeper from any problems we could say don't say that oh what, what can I do these people are this and this much and this don't worry it's enough for us to see how Muhammad was dealt with this how other messengers like Hud will he faced all his people and he me all of you come come hurt me stand it in front of them. Now we know clearly that they couldn't. We know truly it's really history now that they couldn't come and touch him. What well, was asking them, come here, come help A story happened in one of the Riyadh area towns, small town in Riyadh area. Uh, that was a long time ago before the Saudi the yani, uh, government was ruling this area it was every town they have their own ruler there was a, a, a tough ruler ruler of that town and he was so bad and there was a, a good imam or sheikh or mutawah if you could say him this way imam of the masjid and he was explaining to people the deen and he was telling people don't pay to this ruler that he doesn't deserve you pay him only the car because he's the ruler. Or he, well, he does not take any more money than yours. He's not the boss. So he got angry to him. That Amir or that prince or that ruler of that town got so angry with this imam. And he called him. He said, if you don't stop this, I will kill you. He said, I will not stop. Kill me now. Tomorrow, tomorrow morning. If you don't change your mind, I'll kill you tomorrow morning. He said, you can't. You can't. Next morning, he woke up. The prince died. Last night, don't underestimate the dua of the good people, because raising the hand, the strength is not a person. The strength is with Allah wa Taala. When he raised hands in the end of the night, asking Allah to save him, to take care of him, to take care, to do something about that enemy, then you will see the difference. Why we make hulut tonight with the Imam? Why we make dua? Because we ask Allah ta wa Ta'ala to take care of these people, our Muslim brothers in Syria. We cannot really help them because this is the situation of this world now. So at least we can call. And calling in here is more than important than money or soldiers. Because Allah subhanahu wa Ta'ala, and if He wants, and He knows when to help these Muslims, He will take care of them. And He will destroy the enemies of Allah ta wa Ta'ala. Of course, again to say, that does not break the rule we said, that we have to have both, depending on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and doing the reasons. And dua is one of the reasons. If we can go next jihad, we can, but we cannot now, as you understand of this system of this universe. The next ayah, which is said, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in his holy book, ومَن يَتَوَكَّلَ اللَّهِ فَهُوَ حَسْبُهُ. it means whoever depends on Allah, Allah will take care of him. Very is very simple. Whoever depends on Allah, Allah will take care of him. So if you, if we depend on Allah, Allah will take care of us. That is very simple. The only problem here is that if we do, do if, we, if we do not deserve to be taken care of because of our bad deeds, because we are not really truly depending on Allah Taala. But we are sure 100% that if there is a person who is truly deserved to be dependent on Allah and he is depending on Allah, Allah ta'ala will take care of him. Don't say, who am I? You say that. Remember that, who is he subhanahu wa ta'ala? Remember that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has promised in this ayah and some other ayah that if you depend on him, he will take care of you. In anything in your life. Anything. Anything in your life. And risk, and health, and this, and that, and your life. Whatever you put in your mind, in this dunya, you need to depend on Allah for, go ahead and do it. But be good with Allah, Allah will be very good with you. That's the case. The last evidence of this chapter is the hadith of Ibn Abbas, r.a., which is narrated in Bukhari and some other books, is the story of Ibrahim, alayhi and that story really is an amazing story and of course it's mentioned in the book of Allah and it is mentioned in the hadith of Muhammad so it makes it so authentic we have no doubt, we have certain dogmas true where is the story? Muhammad told us in the story that Ibn uh, Abbas was saying that حسبنا الله ونعم this phrase or this Sentence, said by Ibrahim A.S. and he was thrown in the hellfire, in the, in the fire. You remember the story that Allah mentioned in His holy book that Ibrahim A.S. after a long time of da'wah, the ruler of Iraq that time was so angry with him so he wanted to punish him. He wanted to kill him. And he thought that he is the lord of that area. So he brought a lot of, he told the people to bring a lot of would to make a big big fire that fire yeah how big it was when they lift that fire the birds who was flying so high on that area would die also you can imagine how big it is or it was that they did not bring we brought and push it into the fire they had to use what you call manjanik they put him and throw him like you throw a rock before when they used to use this in the war Ibrahim was thrown, alayhi salam, into the fire. Did he cry around? Did he ask for, uh, uh, did he beg? Did he ask for wasta? Someone to help him? No, he asked Allah Ta'ala. He said, Hasbun Allah wa ni'm al-wakim. Hasbun Allah wa ni'm What happened? What happened? Allah Taala said to the fire, Kuni barzan wa salaman ala Ibrahim. Burden be careful, these two words are very important. He said burden. If he said burden only, it will be freezing. The fire will be freezing and he will die. But he said, a peace also. And when the fire down, they found a as Some uh, said they found him praying. It burned only the robes which is getting his hands, that's all. The robes which is capturing his hand was burned by the fire. This, even his glove was safe. There are some stories about that He said that he, when, while he was going to the fire, Jibreel you alayhi salam came and asked him do you want anything? He said from you, no, but from Allah yes, Hasbullah when however, if these are true uh, correct or not correct, this is not the case. But the case is the, the phrase Hatbun Allah when I am always mentioned in Al Bukhari. So we have no doubt about it. Ibrahim said, Allah wa ni'am Even the fire, the system of the fire, Allah so made the fire is burning. But here, Allah changed so the system of the fire. Some of said that all that area, the fire was not valuable that day. Was useless. Nobody could cook anything because the fire that day became all useless. Every fire in Iraq that day, nobody can use it forever it's so true or not, however it's not a case the case that Ibrahim السلام said, السلام Allah حسبنا الله ونعم الوكيل the rest of the hadith Ibn Abbas said, and Muhammad Al-Azim said it when the people were going to hurt him, trying to hurt him when they sent someone to say that they are coming to you to kill you and your with your friends after a battle, and he said حسبنا الله ونعم الوكيل and if you remember the ayat we mentioned فَنْقَلَبُوا بِنِعِمَةٍ مِّنَ اللَّهِ وَفَضْلِ اللَّمِّ يَمْثَتْهِمْ سُوْءٍ so. In fact, Muhammad took some of his Sahaba after Uhl-Batin and went after Abu Sufyan and the other before, 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 before he became a Muslim. He was a Kaverine, leader of the at that time. So he went after him and they ran away. Just because there is clear and strong reliance and dependence on Allah Ta'ala. How far is this in our heart, in our life? How far are we doing this in our life? How much time do we feel that we are depending on Allah? How many times before we sleep, before, when we wake up in the morning, we remember that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is our hasb, حسب, Allah. That's the case. A Muslim, he study case, such cases and talk about such cases, he should really think of them not only as a theory, he learns with the evidences, although this is needed, but also, how is he going to put this into practice? How is he going to put these things he's learning about this deen of Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم to put it in practice? That's all. Also to call for it. Also to be patient for what he's going to face for it. Four conditions. For those people who want to be winners, not losers. As Allah mentioned in the al When we remember the case of the reliance, we should always put this in mind. Whenever we are in this life, we are doing whatever, we just rely on Allah, depend on Allah and ask Allah. Dua here and asking Allah is part of it. Because you know that you cannot do anything unless Allah Taala helps you. Allah, unless Allah helps you to do it. Otherwise, you are not going to do it. Whatever you are having. Uh, we have a joke here in, in Riyadh about this case. It's not a joke, but it's just some kind of uh, yeah, an example, strange example again. They say that the, the, chicken and the pigeon were talking together. They said, uh, flying, what does it need? They said, two wings and a tail. Two wings and a tail. So the chicken said, we will fly. The pigeon said, say inshallah. Say inshallah. The chicken said, no, no, without, inshallah. If we have two, fl- two wings and a tail, come This Then subhanAllah, the pigeon flight and the chicken couldn't. That's yeah. this some kind of a joke, but gives you the case that a person should not, all- and should not put in mind that he is depending on his own strength. Maybe you have the money, you have the will, you have the strength to buy something, but you can't just for some any other reason. You did not know. You went to the market to buy something. You have the money. You have the way. You have the thing. Everything. And, and, and the, the, the thing you want to buy is there in the Bakala. or the market. You go there, you go out, you will not find it. You did not know what. What happened? Maybe you went through all of the shelves of the Bakala. You, you look for something, you cannot buy this one. You forget it, you cannot see it. The story of Im Nujameel, the wife of Abu Lahab. After this surah, the to Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم, Abu she came so angry with a piece of rock. She came to Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم and Abu Bakr, where they were both of them sitting together in the Masjid al-Haram that time, beside the, the Kaaba. She came to hate Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم, saying that he is saying bad things about me. إنه <تصفيق> said يا أبو بكر، where is where is محمد؟, محمد أنا هذا في بكر بسأله سوتي. محمد سلم بساد ب أبو بكر. she couldn't see. she couldn't see. Allah سبحانه وتعالى الناس آلافها تسير. why? because الله. والله يعصمك من الناس. والله يعصمك من الناس. الله سبحانه وتعالى gave محمد سلم برامز that he will be saved from every other person والله يعصمك من الناس. So he is our ideal leader, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ideal person. We are required to follow him, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, as Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says in his holy book. So he's our uswa, our ujwah. We are following him, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Not only in some cases like pope and deer, and these are part of it, yes, but the major thing is the case of worshipping. He's dependent on Allah sallallahu wa ta'ala. How far are we from it? How far are we from the dependence of Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم his Lord, subhanahu wa ta'ala, in Allah? He was depending on him, subhanahu wa ta'ala, in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and everything. Why don't we follow him in this case? Following Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم is not only in things that we like, but the other things we live right. aside. We are supposed to learn the life of Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم and follow him as much as we can. And if we cannot, that's what Allah will forgive us. But if we can, but we go and choose the yeah, and as example for men, they want to follow Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam's sunnah in polygamy. Because they like that. But they don't follow Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in the other sunnah because they don't like it. Why? There is no selection in here. We have to take it all. Take it all. Not we do come and see, you. okay, Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said this. This hadith is correct. In Bukhari, Allah, well, I'm sorry, Sheikh. But when it comes to things like, oh, this will, uh, will give me some enjoyment, will, uh, oh, yeah, I like this one. I'll do it. No. Who is losing in this case? The person himself. The society is not losing. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not losing. Muhammad is not losing. But we, the person who is not following Muhammad is losing. We want to win. We want to live happily. We want to die happily. We want to go to Jannah. There's only one way. No other way to Allah, to Jannah, except this way of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Nobody comes and says this, Tariqa, Jishti, Sahrawardi, Qadri, Naqshbandi, that, this, no, no, no. no Only the way of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Take it, you will be in the right track. Take it, you will be happy in dunya. And happiness in here doesn't mean that lots of money. Doesn't mean lots of wives or children and so on. No. No, not at all. Actually, happiness here is, to be with Allah, to be depending on Allah. This happens Whether you have money or not. and yani if you come to Sahaba, you find some of them are so poor that they cannot find food; they fall down because of hunger, like Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him. Stories known about him that he was living in a and he was falling in the way because of so hungry. Or he is rich like Abu Bakr and Uthman bin Affan, may Allah be pleased with them, or Zubair uh, and so on. Abdullah bin Amr also there. Yeah, Abdullah bin Amr when he died, they divided his. Uh, يعني, uh, money to his inheritance with an ox. Gold was cut by oxes. Sahabi and rich. But he was giving what Allah صحابي 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 So it doesn't mean, Don't, يعني, richness or poverty is not an evidence of being good or bad. The evidence of being good and bad is only to be with Muhammad in his way. To be with Allah ta Ta'ala and his orders. That's the case. May Allah accept or deed and make us from Anmutawa kiri. If you have any questions, I'll Mm-hmm. Who understand the concept of Selfie, uh-huh. And he asked his father, who is not, you the child not working. With him, mm-hmm. And he asked his father for um, being dependent on his father. How, how about that? Okay, very good. This is also the same as uh, if uh, staff is not asking his general manager. What do you say? He is not depending on him here. The dependence we are talking about. He is depending on him in case that he cannot do. Right? Yani, a child with his father he's depending on his father and taking him to school or giving him money or this this dependence is not the dependence we're talking about which is to rely on it's just the case that he needs his help in this case politely yes not vice versa, eyes he talks to, to lower one but his heart should be to Allah first of all even if we are يعني, an example of I am a staff in a, in a company and I want to ask my general manager for something I want on my risk. To raise up my salary or to give me a promotion and so on. What should I do? First of all, I should ask Allah. I should make myself feel that I am depending on Allah on this. Then I will go talk to Him. Nice. Not vice versa. Now, when I do this, when I stand in front of Allah, especially in the last third of the night, and ask Him, Ya Allah, help me. I'm depending on you on my promotion. I'm depending on you on my salary raise. Ya Allah, make that man give me this place. Next morning, I will go and ask. Nicely and politely, but not the on gini. The on Allah, trusting in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's it. Because if Allah wants to give me this, whether he likes it or not, I will have it. And if Allah does not want me to have this one, Allah, if I go and kiss the feet of that man, I will not give it. Right? جزاكم الله خيرا ونسند ونسيه ان شاء الله.